This episode of TMS is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, print me some goat porn. It puts the lotion on its pants. Walmart comes to me. A Sudoku has been sent to the printer. Imaginary Canadian girlfriend. Ketamine sent me to an alien planet. Massively multiplayer online multi-level marketing cult. A weeny whiny thing to say. He doesn't have a history of lying to my face. Don't use the pass... Oh. Don't use the password solar wind one, two, three. <laughs> no Coke. Is heroin okay? Cartridge of the month club. F right off with these two birds. Creating an argument that sounds dumb with Tom. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You can help counteract communist propaganda with unneeded books now on your bookshelves. Well, I hate to tell you this, but my vehicle is becoming attracted to your vehicle. <laughs> Her name is the Morning Stream, and she dances on the sand. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian Ibbett. Hi, Scott Johnson. How are how, you? How are you? Happy, happy uh, second half of December. Oh, well, f- it's fancy <laughs> meeting you here. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, how long? How long have you been sitting here? <laughs> I don't have. Uh, I, I don't have. Okay. Here's. Can I? Okay. This is going to be a really weeny yes. weeny thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. My wife's birthday is the end of November, and. I'm better at doing that than I am the Christmas side of things. Meanwhile, she has been doing the 12 days of Christmas since there were only 12 days till Christmas. And every day there's a fancy new thing for me, like a nice little gifty thing. I, I love that she does that. Like, I love it too, the, um, but I'm terrible at Valentine's reciprocation. Day post-it notes. I'm just bad you at reciprocation. I don't know what to do about it. Sometimes, this is going to sound really cheesy, but sometimes the only reciprocation that you need is showing the appreciation that she did that which i'm sure you do in other words she she gets more joy from watching you enjoy her doing that than she would if you were to try and do something yeah back. i i tend to agree that that is the way to do it but i never feel and she's always like don't worry about it i just like doing this this is so much fun for me i love doing it. i'm like yeah but i i feel like what i'm gonna do is it is good like she can she's hearing me get all seinfeldy about it and and uh and yeah like i, I obviously it's hugely appreciated but i just feel like a schmuck because i'm not good at well, this stuff i don't think of this in advance i'm lousy at like ooh, what if we did 12 days you know like that kind of stuff i can't do that <laughs> right yes that's not in me no that's you know i'm sure she like i said i'm sure she's getting the kick out of uh of just your your enjoyment of it. By the way, think remember back to all this stuff when you receive um, a Christmas present from me uh, this week, later this week. Uh-huh. Um, that as as much as I really enjoyed yours, I I was struggling to come up with something for you. So I'm hoping <laughs> it's something you like. But but enjoy the fact that I really enjoyed you and Kim's present to me. Ah, uh, yeah. And revel revel in that joy. Oh, okay, so now that's, yeah, see, look how I feel now. I feel great about you loving it. That's all I needed. So anything else, 
is just <laughs> gravy on the potatoes, right? This is good. That's right, exactly. Yes. You gave me one of my favorite <laughs> gifts of all time, and I love them. They're those um, uh, Atari twenty six hundred box art uh, posters. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Love those things. I love them. That's such a great. Yeah. I show them to every nerd that comes over. They're like, "Oh, what are these?" I'm like, "Oh, remember these? Okay, cool. Look at check it out. It's a Pac Man eating best a, thing. a candy bar or whatever. It's like amazing." So yeah. The best thing about the Atari old uh, the Atari games, the twenty six hundred games, was that beautiful painted artwork on the cover of the box. Yeah, that stuff is amazing. Truly a moment in time in video games that shall never be forgotten. All right. That's very, that's a very deep thing to say before I dive into the next thing, which is, uh, so everybody wants to add on to these, uh, these scams that we all accept as normal and we got a great one. I'm not sure we accept it as normal yet, but it is, it's a good point It's from Gregory or M Gregory showing off, showing off who says that's cool name, by the way, showing off, showing off. He says, uh, (laughs) printer cartridges are the ultimate scam. I don't know about ultimate, but it's up there. You can go buy you go buy an inkjet printer for thirty bucks and figure you just <laughs> save the world and then you get a home and you use it for a month and you're like oh I'm out of fuchsia or whatever the hell colors there are and then you mm-hmm. got to go get another one you're like oh the cartridges themselves are like forty five each and you need like five of them so right. yeah it's a scam printer. is would would the uh, I can't remember who does it is it Canon or HP that basically you pay. Ten, you get a free printer. Yeah. You pay ten bucks a month, and they will send you cartridges. Or is it? Oh, I didn't know this. This is interesting. There's a, there's some weird. This one feels like the scammiest of scammy things. Mm. You get the free printer. You pay X amount per month, and as long as you don't print more than a certain number of pages, <laughs> yeah. they will keep sending you cartridges. See, that's where they lose me. If you said ten HP. bucks a month and we send you cartridges, cartridges as you need them, yeah, great, because that'll balance out over time. Over like some people are going to barely use it right. and only swap it out because it dried out, uh, mm-hmm. or someone else is going to be printing all day. But in the in the in the aggregate, you're going to get you know you're going to even out. But if they're getting right. picky about how many pages you print and tracking that, freaking F right off with these two birds right in your face. <laughs> oh, okay. Here it is. Uh, they ended doing it. So I think the way it worked, and I, I don't totally did get this wrong. So it was free, uh, free ink for life. It remotely monitored your printer, uh, printer's ink usage and sent a free cartridge when you were running low, but you could only print 15 pages per month. If you went over 15 pages, HP would charge you a dollar for 10 additional pages. Yeah, forget it. And then every five pages, HP would print an ad on your printer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forget it. I'm not, I have no interest in your scam. Oh, I guess it's gone now. They're saying in the chat they, they didn't make any done. money, yeah, so they, they quit. They, but yeah, I'm sure some, I mean, if someone signed up for that, they get the lifetime thing. That's the guarantee, right? They have to. Yeah, totally. Hmm. By the way, oh, can I tell you the coolest thing? So, yeah. um, Obviously, last week was I was fraught with all sorts of network issues and having to put in a new router and change things around. Yeah. And one of the things I had to do was redo all of the smart, quote unquote, devices on uh, my network. So right. all my Hue lights and the Harmony um, TV and and um, streaming control and stuff like that. Sure. One of the things that it said, hey, I, I see you have a Canon printer. I think it's a Canon. Yeah, I see you have a Canon printer on your network. Would you like me to add that to uh, to your Echo? I'm like, oh, or to your HomeKit? I'm like, no, sure, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Sure, do it. I don't sure, care. Whatever, man. I don't know. 
Um, here's the cool thing. If I, I'm going to mute myself when I say her name. Oh, okay. I think um, I know who you're so going to say. So I'm going to say, print me a Sudoku. Oh, this is interesting. And what's happening here? Is it going? All right. She just said a, su- a Sudoku was sent to the printer. Is it? A- <laughs> is it? Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Is it is this a laser or is this a inkjet or what is this? It's an inkjet. Okay. It's an inkjet. It's a um it's the inkjet I had to get because I was doing Coverville CD or DVDs. Yeah. And I don't need it anymore because right. I'm not doing those anymore, but, but it's just your printer. It, need, now, so. it needed to be able to take a, a disc a, a printable disc and do a, a thing. That makes sense. Um <laughs> a Sudoku has made it to the printer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving trade man. I don't know if that was your intent, but the way that it, uh, yeah, that sounds the way that you wrote it, and Lasarge, the way you wrote it, I had to say it like that. Now this works with um, crosswords as well. I can say, uh, print me a crossword puzzle. Yeah, and is it Here like pulling from some database that's like a current, like uh, I don't know. I guess, and you can tell it different difficulty levels too. So I could say, print me a medium level Sudoku. Print me a difficult Sudoku. Interesting. Um, huh. Fortunately, I had a sheet of scrap paper loaded in there. My God, it's it's printing lines and numbers, yet it's oh, it's going to print something on the back. What's going to print on the back? Oh, oh, here we go. It can print on the back. What magic uh, yeah, is it? What dark wizardry a, is this? Uh, Jeez, this this printer does duplexing. So here we go. Here is a medium difficulty Sudoku puzzle yeah. that I can just uh, you know. That's great. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's a waste of paper. <laughs> Because I'd much rather do these on my phone. Right, right. You're never going to do those on However, purpose, right? Never going to do them on purpose. However, I do like that I can tell her to do a crossword puzzle. I just didn't know how long that was going to um, that was going to uh, take to do. Yeah, that's super interesting. But that's really slick. Like now, I can just randomly from anywhere in the house say, "Print me a crossword puzzle," and it'll print a crossword puzzle. Can you say, "Print me some goat pornography"? We'll oh, do let's that. try it. Okay, let's, let's try, try it. it. Give it a shot. Print me some goat pornography. <laughs> hmm, I don't know how to print that. <laughs> she said, "Oh, like you'd she, love this. You yeah. can do an easy maze, like so. You can say, print me a maze.' Oh, I love mazes. You know me. Print me a coloring page with ocean animals. Oh my lord." Is that a thing Print you can do? graph paper. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, if you're like, about to do you need a, D&D a piece thing, of graph paper, sure. You got a D and D campaign to do. You need some hallways and rooms. You need some graph paper. Go. Yeah. Print me a second grade spelling worksheet. See, this is good. I was just going to say the applications for kids. That's off the yeah. charts. That's very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, I'm I'm, I'm sold do, on. Yeah, one yeah. of these days we'll say, print me a sixth grade spelling worksheet, and we'll see if you and Brian can spell the words on the sixth grade <laughs> spelling worksheet. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. It's a good a good alternate game for our uh, Wednesdays or Mondays. Here's the here's the funny thing about printers. I've I yeah. pretty much just a basic black and white laser guy and mm-hmm. only ever needed it for a very few cases of like, oh, I got to print this thing, sign I the contract or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it died and when I was about to get another printer, I went, "Wait a minute. How often truly often do I use this thing?" And mm-hmm. I did the math in my head and it was barely ever. Like Yeah. Hardly yeah. ever used it. It got dusty and horrible, and probably why it broke because of just lack of use. 
So I decided to just give it a shot and go without printing any any kind of printing mm-hmm. here in the studio for as long as I could do it. And I think I'm three years now, and I haven't printed a damn thing. And not needed to print anything? No, so- everything I've had to sign, like all NDAs and contracts and client stuff and all that stuff, they all come to me as a PDF. Acrobat. Yeah, uh, yeah do we'll put it up, do the signature your- thing. It's a piece of cake. And Use if your it, pencil. If it is a piece, if someone mails me something, I've got apps that let me scan those in and sign them and send them back in their email. Like, we are actually finally at a place, or at least for me in my workflow, where I don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of great. Except once in a while, yeah. Kim will go, I need to do these invitations for these gifts we're doing for the thing. Mm-hmm. Can you print them? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Um, now, with all the eBay stuff you're doing, you don't do, you don't print labels? My So, my daughter has a, uh, a Pitney Bowes um, Send Pro thing. So she's okay. got the she's got the weigher thing and she's got the printer and the label printer and all that and all the rate stuff. So she's doing currently doing all of my uh, labels for that plus any other kind of like stuff we ship. They just do mm-hmm. it now. Occasionally, Kim will go. She'll be like, "Well, this is just a deck of cards and we're shipping it as a prize or whatever." She'll just take yeah. that to the either USPS yeah. or the freaking UPS or whatever and just do it there with a text of the address and she'll handwrite it. No big deal. Like one offs are no big deal. Sure. But since sure. all of my all of my uh, store stuff and all of that logistics happens in Virginia with Dave. Oh, I don't do any of that here. That's right. You have a guy for that. I have yeah. a guy for all my shipping. If I didn't, I would. Yeah. I would literally pass no, when out. I'm, when I'm sending a bag of Phoenix Pearl tea to uh, Joe Johnson in uh, Poughkeepsie, <laughs> I need to print out a damn label. <laughs> yeah, you do, and, it, and I don't have a guy for that. Yeah, I do like having a guy, but it's also, I mean, there's I, the store ships prints every day, <laughs> pens, prints, yes. and note or uh, yeah, mouse yeah. pads, totally all that stuff. Sense. Especially right now for Christmas. So if I didn't have a guy, mm-hmm. I might die. I would die yeah. without a guy. Is what I'm saying. I could get by now that I'm not doing, um, now that I'm not doing any sort of DVD printing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could start a business of just duplicating DVDs for seniors uh, <laughs> since they're the only ones who have DVD players anymore. I love just it. kidding. I, I know it. there's going to be people out there like, I still have a DVD player and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like the Mr. Uh, Microphone lady. That's what that sounded like. I got a, I got a I CD it. player and I love it. And I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I ever had to replace this printer, I'd be replacing it with the cheapest, uh, jankiest, you know, Black and white, yeah. Inkjet, just give me uh, mailing labels is all I need. Yeah. Um, I mean, the stuff that I'm doing, you know, refurbishing computers and stuff, I do need to print a, a, a sheet that goes with each computer yeah. to say what, what its specs are and that it passed and all that stuff. So, yeah. unfortunately, I do need to print. I'm printing probably about five or six pages a day. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I, if I, yeah. I mean, if I had one, I would probably use it for a thing or two. Probably, mm-hmm. probably just help Kim with the small shipments that we do from. Of here, course, yeah. I don't know if it's worth it, and, and especially because I agree with Gregory here that those cartridges are scammed no matter what way. It's they a sell complete them and total scam. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. Why do they need to be so damn expensive? The, you know what the big, the bigger scam was too was when you could get the the ink refill mm-hmm. device mm-hmm. and re- keep reusing the cartridges because you maybe got four sheets. Yep. After you've refilled your ink cartridge, it was garbage. Yeah, it was awful. Oh my gosh, I hated yeah. that. You know what else I hated? I hated when if it sat too long, the toner in the in the laser printer would settle. 
And so you were getting oh, weird. Oh, you'd have to take it out and shake it. Shake it around. And sometimes there'd be like a little <laughs> gap in there and it would poof on your shirt. Freaking F that. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sucks. That was horrible. It's like, hey, you know what I did yesterday real quick? What'd you do? I did another, I did another fitness plus uh, workout, yeah. which I was sore from Monday, but for whatever reason, I had to do another one to, uh, yesterday. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to choose. Uh, and it's cool. You can say, I'll choose the time the time you've got and then and then choose the um type of music you want yeah and they've got so many in there that you can probably find the time and the kind of music so i said all right i've got 30 minutes let me do a 30 minute ride high intensity and throwback hits because <laughs> i figure throwback hits are going to be 80s music and sure enough yeah um go go start playing hi i'm kim i'm gonna be your trainer today we're doing uh, a high intensity bike workout in three parts and you know what we're doing it to the 80s music because i love the 80s i grew up with that music and i'm thinking all right i can relate to this thank you kim with a y yeah. let's do this and then she says you know why i love this music because it was all my mom's music growing up i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> yep it used to be we were kids then, and now, <laughs> now we're not. Now it's your kids, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> your kids are running the Fitness Plus. This is the part I can't get my head around, and I'm sure a younger generation could like explain this to me, why I feel this way. I don't know, but when we were in the 80s, okay, when we were in the mix and teenagers yeah. and growing up with the music we loved and everything else, and, and that was, you know the greatest decade of all time, mm -hmm. uh, people who... Where our old the old people in our lives grew up in the fifties, mm -hmm. and so for them it was like greasers <laughs> and you know, freaking right. uh, happy days looking people, you know, like that whole vibe, uh, lots of Monday Tuesday like that kind of music, all beboppy Elvis bullshit, right? At least right, at the time, right. I'm saying I'm, I appreciate that stuff now, but at the time we were like that stuff's so old. Now we're no different in the range of of time than they were to the fifties that we are from the eighties. Right. 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 So now we're and, looking and, back on the eighties, but yet our decade and we used to scoff. <laughs> yeah. But our decade hit different. Like yeah. kids love yeah. the eighties and love that music and go back to those styles all the time and like talk As about to it. us thinking, Oh, that stuff sounds so old and yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's just like a, I don't know. It's a just strange. Proves. The eighties was the greatest decade. It was, that was an awesome decade. Nineties were all right too, but I love the eighties, man. Mm -hmm. It's great. 70s right. can kiss my butt. <laughs> uh, all right. There's your there's there's your deal there. Oh, I got a special birthday shout out. Uh, before we do that, I'd like to play this right here. Happy birthday to you. All right. <laughs> this uh, this came <laughs> so in the form many, of it. <laughs> so many extra syllables in those words. <laughs> yeah, none of them none of them sound good either. Uh, Kate sent this in and said, My husband's birthday is happening. Now there's a song request in here as well. Oh. Uh, which we don't have to do today, but um, well, yeah, because because I've already picked. Yeah, because you've got other friend. stuff. You've got other stuff, but I wanted to make sure we gave him uh, a proper shout out. So Brendan yes. says he's a huge fan of the show. Every year we drive ten plus hours to the East Coast, and he deliberately stops listening to the morning stream leading up to the trip so he can share them with me on the mm. trip. It's honestly my favorite part of the drive. His birthday is on December sixteenth. That is today. And I know he'd get a kick out of hearing a birthday song dedication of the morning stream. He is a big, a big, uh, big band ska lover, so anything in that realm would be awesome. Hey, well, it was a different day, but I wanted to get the shout out out there, Kate. Uh, Actually, I could give her something right now. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. There we go. There you go. There's your ska. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. We're done. We're good. No, I'll, I'll still play something for him. And uh, I used to do a good trumpet. I can't do it now. No, that's good. I can't. I used to be able to put really yeah, pound it out. You but. do better when you don't have your hands on your face. <laughs> you know what? That's good advice, generally, Brian. <laughs> You do better when you don't have your you'll hands notice, on your face. You'll notice if you look back at those old uh, Police Academy movies, uh, Michael Winslow didn't always have hands uh, on his face when no. he was doing this. Yeah, no, he, he, <laughs> oh, this is Utah Connection, by the way. Utah Connection! Michael Winslow, Utah guy. Uh, all right, we're going to call Brian Dunaway. We're going to play a game. You guys know how this works, so get your phone calls in. Uh, so you can probably win something today. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, today's going to be an interesting one because it's not exactly what you think it might be. Brian's been shaking things up. Mm-hmm. We're about to find mm-hmm. out what that means as soon as Dunaway answers his damn phone. <laughs> it's on your damn phone. Which should be any second now. He's blinking. Yeah, we had somebody who emailed me requesting that we veto the Christmas prints. Yeah. Because... Uh, you know, they they didn't want to hear a drug through the mud that he was just basically was going to be expecting. Oh, is that happening then? Are we are we not doing it? No, we're definitely doing it. We're oh. not. You don't get to veto. Okay. Only you and I and and uh, okay. We're not going to take their advice and veto. veto. All right, it's fine with me. I mean, I'm you know I'm down for whatever. I've sat through some real garbage with my wife around Christmas, so if this is sure, this can't be that bad. Um, all right, check this out. Right, we are going to play a game today. It is not Babel Royale. It is called What's Your Nerd? And we're joined by our good friend and co-host of various kinds, uh, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, and hi. I'm going to tell you, if you're trying to curse us, can't be that bad. Mm. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Mm. Yeah. Curse I mean, look, if you uh, have you seen any of these Christmas prints things? Because you see everything. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, That's right. There that. are sequels, as we found out. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, I don't, I don't watch that stuff, man. Okay, not your jam. Now, give me a little house on the prairie Christmas special, where somebody goes blind. Sign me up. Is <laughs> there? All- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's not where her sister went blind, is it? Is it a Christmas? Of special? course, it was like, oh, look, you got me a present. It's a candle. Ah, blind. No, really? No. I know. I remember it being a candle that set the cabin on fire. <laughs> Are you talking about when the baby got burnt, or are you talking about uh, oh, when, another when Melissa Gilbert uh, lost her yeah, eyesight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, when yeah. was the time where the younger generation of uh, Gilbert, or not Gilberts, but of the whatever they were called, uh, the adopted kid was all hooked on morphine, and he spent like a whole oh, yeah. episode throwing morphine up? Do you remember that? That was a great episode. It, fr- it freaked me out. It scarred me a little bit. Little house on the prairie, the next generation. I don't like the watching recent, people puke. And it, the most it just, recent episode I saw was where uh, the blind daughter was with her blind husband, and they were traveling somewhere for Lord knows what reason. Yeah. And uh, and the, uh, the 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 carriage that was carrying them flipped over, and of course pinned him. And so she had to like feel her way back to town. Pa, pa. <laughs> oh man, that's hard, dude. That's hard. So I mean, that was the whole oh, the, idea. Oh, by the way, yeah. the the carriage driver he he did. He oh yeah he he's not with us now. The carriage. <laughs> no, he dead. Actually, he most did. of the people on that show are dead. 
Sarah Gilbert's still around. How's she doing? So Anyone check on her? Uh, Melissa Gilbert? Or, that's what I meant. Sarah Gilbert also still around. And Sarah not... Gilbert also still alive, too. <laughs> yeah, just not from the same show. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we have a listener on the line. We're going to find out what... Godfrey still yeah, alive. There you go. Nailed Ooh. it. Uh, this is uh, What's Your Nerd, and we're going to find out what that means in a second. But first, we'll welcome to the show. Hi, who's this? Thanks for holding. Hey, this is Chad. Hello, Chad. How's it going, Chad? Good. How you doing? Oh, you know, look pretty good i gotta say doing all right today feel pretty great and i'm glad you're doing good as well because you're in line to win some prizes possibly brian do you want to explain to him to chad here how that works i will so totally do that welcome to what's your nerd i've interviewed a member of the tadpool and asked them nine questions in a subject in which they consider themselves nerdy scott and brian are going to take turns predicting whether or not our guest will get those questions correct if they predict correctly they receive a point the first player to five points wins the game chad you get to choose which of our two hosts will more accurately predict our guests knowledge in their category if you're correct you win our prize package which includes a copy of forager and lethal league blaze courtesy of wesley i love forager by the way forager is fantastic forager is awesome great little indie game Nice. Uh, you also get a copy of Bill Meek's audiobook, all about fan podcasting, because that is fun, fun stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, you guys ready to uh, meet today's guest and find out what's their nerd? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Hey, it's JK Grammar, uh, James from the chat room. Uh, I am in Houston, Texas, and I'm super, super, super excited. Well, I'm excited to have you be part of this, James, because uh, this is... Uh, such a fun new game. Um, only one person really complained about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that person was wrong, so it's okay. Exactly, right. That yeah. person knows who they are. They're wrong, and uh, and they've learned their lesson, hopefully. Uh, right. Are you ready to find out what your category is? I am ready. Ready. You told me that you were you're one of your uh, nerds. What's your nerd? So this is one of your nerds. Is uh, the TV show Star Trek, specifically Star Trek The Next Generation. So... I'm going to ask you questions about the two-parter Best of Both Worlds. Excellent. Have you watched it recently? I haven't watched it recently, um, but man, oh man, it looks great in HD now. <laughs> it does. It really does. The uh, re- remastering thing that they did, totally awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Then um, that kind of gives the, the guys an idea of your level of confidence in these questions, and uh, they can start guessing uh, how well you're going to do. All right, so we found out that it's J.K. Grammar. Welcome, J.K. Grammar, and uh, <clears throat> the TNG episode, uh, two-parter episode, Best of Both Worlds, is his category. Knowing that, Chad, who do you think between Scott and Brian is going to better predict how well J.K. Grammar does with his questions? That one's pretty tough, um, but sorry, Brian, I'm going to have to go with Scott on this one. <laughs> Never be Sorry. Always be sorry. All right. No, that's fair. I will will let you choose who goes first. Uh, Hey, Brian, why don't you go first? Excellent. Brian gets to go first. I will go first. Mm -hmm. uh, First thing I asked J.K. Grammar is, uh, this episode marks the first time we hear an often repeated three-word phrase that's associated with the board. What is that three-word phrase? Of course he gets that. Yeah. You think so? Well, you, would you know? Absolutely. You absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's, Let's hear how it. we did. Resistance is futile. Exactly oh, right. Oh, man. Yeah. Gotta be it. Some of these gotta be easy, right? Yeah. yeah. 
fair enough. All right, he got a resistance is futile. Uh, Brian has the first point on the board. Futile. <laughs> Not futile. Next thing we asked him, this goes to you, Scott. Who is the Enterprise's doctor during this two-part episode? Oh. Uh, do you do you know, first of all? Um. <laughs> yes, I do know. I'm just trying to decide if he would know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in JK, I trust. I'll say yes. He knows. Okay. All right. Let's hear how he answered. Oh shoot! Because um, <laughs> I want to say it's it's Crusher, of course, but I think she was off. So, it, I mean, it, it, oh man, it's got to be Pulaski. I mean, if the question's there, but I oh shoot. I'm going to say it was Crusher. I'm pretty sure it was still Crusher. It was back to being Crusher. It was back to being Crusher. Yes, no, exactly. it was. It was. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> I had yeah, it wrong. Right. Yes. Yeah. I. Flippy that's flappy. exactly why I uh, asked it because I thought, oh, ooh, you know, this. Some people might think this was during Pulaski's time, but uh, no, it was. was. I really thought that it was. was a tricksy question. That is tricksy. Good job. Okay, so I made it through a few. <laughs> You've made it. And uh, and now we're back to a tie game. So this one will go back to Brian Dunaway. Okay. Uh, I asked J.K. Grammer, what Star Trek writer wrote this two-part episode, along with many other episodes of The Next Generation, Voyager and Deep Space Nine? How's he going to know that? <laughs> no, he don't know that. All right, is that what you're saying? He doesn't know. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> Let's hear how he did. Okay, I'm not sure of this one, but I think I know it um, because he's gone on to write so many other things. I'm pretty sure it was Brandon Braga, right? It was not. It was Michael Pillar. Damn. Oh, yeah. Pillar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Pillar. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised uh, he, uh, he didn't guess uh, Ronald D. Moore because it feels like that's no. the easy the that easy guess on, on he was later I guess he was later yeah. Yeah. yeah and then and then off to DS9 and then off to a bit of Voyager and then got the hell out of Star Trek but yeah so exactly. wait what does that mean it means he loses he's done no no Brian predicted that he'd get that I wrong did it he got it wrong oh Brian gets a point oh, oh sorry I thought you said he'd get it right all right uh, go ahead it's fine <laughs> Uh, this does go back to you, Scott. Okay. I asked uh, James, uh, Picard is given the name Locutus in this episode. Yeah. Which language does the name Locutus come from? Which language? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he doesn't know that. Okay. I don't think he... Do I you mean, know it? I don't know it either. It's a real language. Yeah. I think, he, I think he'll know it. Well, it doesn't matter what you think. I know it doesn't matter what I think, but I still think it. Um, I can think it if I want to. All right. So you're saying he doesn't know this? Yeah, no. 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 Okay. All right. Let's see how he does. Let's flip it and say Um, he does does know. Okay. I don't know what it means, but it's, I mean, it's, it's got to be Latin, but I'm not sure, but it's, it's got to be Latin, right? It's absolutely Latin. Yeah. It means one who, the one who speaks. Ah, I thought it meant grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> There's That's a Locutus in the house. Quick. Swat it. Swat it. <laughs> All right. So I'm good. good I, you, last minute good changed, you it. changed it. Yes. Right. Good thing you changed it the last minute. Uh, we're back to a tie game. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Uh, this That means Brian gets this one. Okay. <clears throat> What's the name of the lieutenant commander who joins the Enterprise for this mission? 
Did did JK know who the what the name of the lieutenant commander that was only part trying, of the the Enterprise? I'm trying to figure out if I can. I'm trying to remember if I can remember it. I remember, and I cannot. I remember it. Uh, I think he's gonna blank on this one. I think okay. I think he's gonna. Is this gonna hit him wrong? I think it's gonna blank on, on him. All right, all right. Brent says he's gonna get it wrong. Let's hear how he did. Oh, she's um she's Brian Dennehy's daughter. The actress, and her name is. It's uh, really good Lieutenant, information. That's not what I. Lieutenant. Asked. Oh yeah, do I get extra points? You get no. <laughs> Damn. Uh, her name is uh, Lieutenant Commander Shelby. Very good. Oh, oh, good job, J.K. Wow, yeah. nice. Way to prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, right. I would have f that up. I thought we were talking about that Jellico guy, Ronnie Cox character, who mm. came and took over as captain while uh, Borg time. And uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, Riker took over as captain. He came in as the admiral and was like, Riker, we really want you. We need you as a captain on another ship. Uh, how come you keep turning down these these offers? Well, because I'd like to stay here on the Enterprise. They let and me then sit he in chairs, kind of got buddy. forced yeah. into being the captain. And then he threw his foot up on the chair and he was like, let's get it going. I thought right. he, for us, I got to watch that again. I've got all I, sorts of stuff. Mandela confused. effect, I thought it too. And then actually for a, for a bit, I thought that Shelby took over as captain in that episode for... Uh, and when you say Shelby, was... I think of Jordy's fake girlfriend in the holodeck room thing. <laughs> She's from Canada. Was, uh, <laughs> his Canadian, his Canadian uh, imaginary Canadian girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> then the real one shows up and finds out he's been diddling, or not diddling. That's he's right. been messing yes. around with his her holographic version of her and he's, she's all pissed. I think that's right. Shelby, but it's not. Obviously, it's not. That's All right, so scores dumb. now. Scott, three. Brian, two, which means Brian gets this one. All right. Uh, I asked James, in which Star Trek, the Next Generation episode, do we get some foreshadowing about Best of Both Worlds with Guinan telling Picard that the Borg, quote, they'll be coming. And this is a Brian one? It's a Brian one, yeah. Did James know uh, which episode uh, teased that the Borg will be coming? You know, I think he's going to know that one. He's going right. to know that one. He's going right. to kill it. Let's see how he does. Oh, shoot. Um, I, mm, okay. I think it I think it has less to do with Guinan in the episode than Q. And I'm pretty sure it was Q who, wasn't it? That's exactly right. You're good. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. You got it. It was Q who. Q who. Oh, okay. Well done. So Q, now we're back to a tie score. Said. Scott and Brian, three each. Okay. This goes back to Scott. Uh, I asked James, what's the name of the star system at which the Federation convenes to stop the Borg only to be decimated before the Enterprise can arrive? Star Did he system. know the name of the star system that they uh, that that uh, the Borg just completely obliterated the Federation uh, at? Star system. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I'm going to say... I'm going to say no, he didn't know that. All right. Let's hear how he did. Okay. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm showing off my nerd probably too much, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I know it because that's where Deep Space Nine basically starts oh. with Cisco, and that is Wolf 359. Well done. Oh, I forgot oh, about that, that connection. Oh. It is indeed Wolf 359, and uh, that gives a point to Brian. Shit. But the good news, Scott, you get uh, you get this question. You get to decide. All right. Uh, I asked him, what's the name of the first ship in this episode to be destroyed by the Borg as we hear from a distress call? 
Did he know the name of the first ship that got destroyed by the Borg? That is, well, we're under attack. I just picture <laughs> Fraser in there for some reason. Um, let's this say he. Starship. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say he knows. I'm gonna say he knows. Okay. All right. Scott says he's gonna know it. Let's hear how he does. Oh shoot! I should know this one. <laughs> yes. I should know should this one, but I it. I don't know it. Um, no. I can think of other. I can think of different named ships. It's an actual named ship. It's not like a class or something like that. It's a I name. I'll tell ship. you that it's a ship that's been mentioned. That's that's appeared on the show or been mentioned in the show before. Oh, you know what? I I I just came to my head. I don't know if it's right, but I'm going to say the Sutherland. Ooh, that was Data's ship that he piloted in um, previous episode. It is not. It is the USS Lalo. Damn it! it is the USS Lalo. He got it wrong. Ugh. That gives Brian five points. That's all you need to win. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, means Chad uh, does not win. However, there's Aww. one more question, uh-huh. and uh, we'll play this one. Uh, and Scott, this, you know, redeem yourself with one more question here, since it's okay. five to three. All right. Uh, in the original screenplay, which would have made this a three-part episode, what other Enterprise crew member was going to be assimilated by the Borg? So the original screenplay had this as a three-part episode and Picard was going to get assimilated and then somebody else was going to get assimilated. Who is that other Enterprise crew member? I'm going to say uh, that's harder to know that than it is the ship name. So I'm going to say he doesn't know. Okay. Oh, okay. So it had to be somebody that obviously existed. Um, I, I, I had never heard this trivia, but I, I'm going to... Ooh, I'm going to guess. Oh, I'm, I'm going to guess data. I'm, that's probably wrong. It's exactly right. Oh, yeah, data's what? correct. Yeah. What? Uh, and when, and basically they took what they didn't use for that three part episode and used it for first contact. Oh, where he's talking to the board queen and she's being all se- sexy with yeah. him after her shoulders and head are reattached to her weird. Exactly. Spider-Man. And a retcon, yeah. by the way, there was a retcon that, um, the board queen was actually on that, that cube that uh, decimated the um, oh I didn't uh, know that mm-hmm. interesting Ooh. Alice Krieg yes. incredible actress and an amazing role as oh Boy wow I'm glad. <laughs> why didn't I ask that question oh yeah because it wasn't in best of both worlds <laughs> that's right. it was retconned later hey uh, that's, that's right. a bummer because it means no winner on the phone here but uh, Chad you still had a nice time right we had a good time together you and I I had a blast yeah, oh, yeah well, hey sorry. Scott can you make it up to me by saying Wesley and Picard boys Wesley, get off the bridge, you piece of shit. See, I did it. I did it. That's your gift. Well done. Your prize is in your hands. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was really fun. But also, man, I, I that was harder than I thought it would be because it turns out James is both incredibly knowledgeable about the subject matter, mm-hmm. but also that makes it hard because then the questions yeah. just seem impossible he got right and the ones that right. I thought he would get he got it's just hard and it's funny because if you look back at how he did he got 7 of 9 correct oh what that's pretty <laughs> clever that's pretty he hot. was the one who actually pointed that out of like oh my god oh, you did wow. you got 7 of 9 right wow nerds <laughs> nerds all right well that was fantastic that means uh, no winner today that means the prizes carry over and that's okay because whoever's next will get something else added to that uh, Brian right. Dunaway, always a pleasure. We did a boop show yesterday. People should go check it out. We had a great time and talked about some really rad games and uh, just had a really good episode in general. So if you have not heard it, check it out on wherever you get your podcasts or you can watch the video archive on YouTube or here as the VOD or whatever. And uh, we got Film Sack this weekend. We're watching a Christmas movie 
and I'm a little nervous yeah. about it. It's called The Christmas Prince. <laughs> and it uh, might be great. I don't know. Christmas Prince. It could be great. That's, but it we're could doing, be great. It could be, could be great. It's not going to be great. They're reviewed well. People sack. like them. Like they're, they're, Rotten Tomatoes is high. It's like 70-something percent. It's, you know, people seem to... Yeah, what do they know? <laughs> they may not know enough. Uh, <laughs> but we'll find out for ourselves this weekend on our final film sack, uh, normal film sack. But don't worry. We have a little special one for next uh, next week when Christmas comes around. So don't of worry. Of the year. You always wait so long to say of the year. Of the year. Well, it's not technically <laughs> our end of the year. Yes. Be sure to tune in for our last film sack episode. Of 2020. There. Of the year. There we go. <laughs> we're ending it now. After 11 years, we're done. Uh, not, not really. Don't worry. The show continues. All right. Uh, Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic day, man. And thanks for being here. Bye now. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> that was weird. Um, by reason. the way, I've got I've gotten a couple people who've emailed and said, hey, I'd love to be um, on What's Your Nerd? I'd love to be a guest. Um, totally cool. Email me. Make sure to include What's Your Nerd in the subject line. Uh, you do have to be a patron. This is the it's the one limit we're putting on this is you must be a patron of TMS. Nice. Um, not a not a Coverville patron, although hey, if you want to throw money my way, it's a bribe. <laughs> yeah, it won't hurt. Go it for it. Doesn't hurt, but no, you have to be a uh, TMS patron, and uh, um, and we'll get you in. That's great. Go to Patreon.com/slash/TMS today. There's time to get in there. You could do it today oh, yeah, for a buck. Me, and in your email, tell me the things you're nerdy about. Because right, uh, the weirder the better, too. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, commercial over. Do you have a way of checking? If they just say they're a patron, do you have a way of checking against that? I don't. Because I can do that if we need to. Yeah, I I would hit you up and All say, right. is this person, how much has this person <laughs> paid? Like, are they, did they just join this month? Well, they joined or... yesterday and canceled the day after. So weird. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, all right. Here's, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little news. That's what we're going to do. those hard-hitting news stories brought to you by brought to you by hey scott how can people get extra podcast content every day i mean is there even a way well the aforementioned uh, patreon.com slash tms will get you there that's right every day when we start recording the show we have a bunch of pre-show discussion that just happens every day naturally before we even hit go and then once we record we do some stuff on the back end as well and you're thinking well where does all that audio go because sometimes that's like 30 minutes of stuff it can be, it yes, can be yeah. And so you're like, you, well, where is the all only that? Way to find out what I'm going to eat for lunch, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. You don't. You don't know what Brian's going to eat. You don't hear how we pick titles. You don't hear these old side stories that don't make it on the main show. Like, there's a lot of stuff there, and it turns out we do keep that and we give it to patrons. And how it works is every day, if you're a patron at any level, you get a version of the show plus those two bookend chunks of content in the episode on the RSS feed on Patreon. So you switch over to that feed and you get that entire thing in one big, complete podcast. Whereas everybody else just gets the standard cutoff one. So if you want that extra content and you're one of those people Brian just called out about getting extra podcast content, that's how you do it. A buck a month would get you there. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Okay. Okay. And by the way, my email, uh, to email me your what's your nerd is uh, coverville.gmail.com. I should have mentioned that. Oh, yeah, we should mention that. That's a good mention mm-hmm. to make of that mention. Either that or yes. oh, we could make them do it in Patreon. That, that way we know they are because they're in there. Hmm. Yeah. Is there? Oh, that's right. Because uh, or Slack. What's the do we have a discord or Slack that's Patreon? Yeah, but only? it's open now. We have all that stuff. Oh, so okay. I wonder if I could. So if we think about this, if I put a post 
mm-hmm. for patrons only on the Patreon page, and then in the comments, people there was a say they're down and give us their email. Link. We'll have their email anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah, actually, that might be fa- that might be easier. You don't have to vet anybody; it'll just be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Hey, the NBA is in the news. There, it's not because basketball. That's uh, for other reasons. Well, I guess it is basketball, but. Uh, they have suspended <laughs> random. <laughs> it's got to be related to basketball if it's the NBA, whether yeah, or not. That's a good point. There's, uh, there's baskets, there's balls, and now there's marijuana. Uh, they have suspended their random pot testing for the 2021 season. Mm, 2020 nice. season. Uh, the NBA and the National Because we all need that for 2020. <laughs> yeah, don't we? We all do. Yeah, we need the pot. You guys knock it off. <laughs> exactly. Um, the NBA. Oh, I got to tell you a funny story about pot. Yesterday, Nick mm-hmm. came over to get some stuff and drop off the kennel for his dog. Long story, but and I'll get into this more in later episodes, but at the end of the month, early part of January, he is moving to Minnesota. Whoa. He got a job really? off, yeah, he got a job offer there from uh, he already works for Red Wing and in Red Wing uh Minnesota where they're where they're founded, uh or you know, where they're based, um mm-hmm. and founded, they've offered him a job uh, to work there and I don't know all the details but he's taking it and uh, it's a big pay increase and he's excited and it's all adventure and you know he's just excited to do it and of course Kim's sad but super supportive and I'm just like oh my gosh have you thought of everything like I'm going through all the dad moments of like did you mm-hmm. pay this did you call that did you beep, 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 beep? and I gotta just <laughs> stop doing that but anyway the point is he came over yesterday brought some stuff by and then we were discussing it and uh, we're in the room and I'm like oh, what does that smell <laughs> I smell freaking pot in here. And everyone's like, do you? I go, yeah. And I go, at first we thought it was the dog. So I'm sniffing Boomer going, no, it's not the dog. It's something else. Something smells like freaking pot or cloves or something like a sweet, sickly, smoky something. Yeah. And I'm I'm searching all around. We finally narrow it down to Nick's pants. Now, here's what happened. Yeah. Because he. Oh, sorry. I sat in some pot. <laughs> He has, because I, I my first thing was to go, dude, tell me, what are you doing? And he says, Dad, this wasn't me. And I said, what do you mean yeah. it wasn't you? And he goes, of course it wasn't. He goes, I have to do blood tests. I can't, even if I wanted to, and I don't, but I can't because I have to do blood tests for this job. They, they won't let me go if I don't pass these blood tests. So, so why do you think I'd do that? I said, well, then t- explain your pants. And he says... And I said, you know, you're an adult now, so it's okay to do you do you be you. I'm not here to judge you or anything, but you know, why do your pants smell like you just went to either a Grateful Dead concert or that pot was yours, right? Uh-huh. He said, well, it's kind of like the concert. My boss uh, is has mar- or has a medical marijuana license, but he also smokes weed that you're not supposed to get. Anyway, to make a long story short, he had this big conversation with this manager guy, not his boss. Some manager guy that's not there anymore, but was mm-hmm. there and got fired. Anyway, this guy apparently smoking all around Nick, and his pants sucked up the smell. Now this is what Nick is saying. Now if he goes, if Nick yeah. goes and gets that test and it fails, well then I'll know he was lying to me. Yeah, there's no way. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I I know the Johnson family. There's no way he's doing it. It sounded like I was being sarcastic when I said, "Of course it wasn't his," but I mean, of course it wasn't his. Right, it definitely right. could have been Nick. Yeah, it doesn't seem like so, you know, and I he doesn't. He doesn't have a history of lying to my face, but uh, and it's and again, if he did, I'd be like, all right, but yeah, that's kind of irresponsible because now you're going to get a job that requires a clean blood test. So what are you doing? Like, I would mm-hmm. be pretty pissed on that level, but um, you know, whatever people 
people do what they got to do. But in it, but in his case, he's like, dude, I swear these pants, and he's smelling it and go, oh my gosh, it is bad, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it is freaking bad. It freaking stinks. But his shirt doesn't smell like it. His hair doesn't smell like it. It's just his pants. And so dug a little deeper. Here's the deal. The they have some kind of oil they use for the jeans he likes oh, that okay. keeps them yeah. in shape. It's some kind of blackish. Uh, I don't know what it is, but before you wash it, you work it with this this like uh, oil f- pants lotion stuff. I don't know what it is, and it has this. It's it's so when he wears them, it's like it attracts smell particles from whatever. So if he's eating a burrito, hey, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take back what I said a minute ago. Uh, Nick's definitely smoking pot. <laughs> Well, that's what he claims. That's what he claims. I'm not saying he's not fibbing to me. Really? That's what he says. It's like some kind of. He showed me the the the, the Amazon listing for it. It's some kind yeah. of gene treatment. I've never heard of that sort of thing. It feels like that's the last thing you want is uh, to, to have greasy, oily pants. I know you're putting them in the wash, but it's something to to treat them like so that they're they last longer or something. He's a weird nerd about this stuff. Like he's always like he's got these fancy boots he gets at Red Wing. He takes them and like does all kinds of weird combinations of polishes and then treatments wow. and then let them sit overnight. And the next day you go and you brush them out and you do all this stuff. Like he's super, super into that stuff. Is, so, um, that is he, so is he moving to Minneapolis or St. Paul? Where's the, where's uh, the Red Wing? It's in Red Wing, Red Wing, Minnesota. So it's, oh, it's a city. Okay. Yeah, it's literally. I don't know if it's named after them or if they named the company after the city. I don't know. Right. But, uh, right. Yeah, I don't know as far as like it's not far from Windy, so oh cool. That, I guess that means it's near the Twin Cities. So. That's a good, and it'll be good for him to have some family nearby, so that's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it'll be it'll be interesting. Nice, good for him. That's that's yeah, awesome. It's exciting. That's, he's uh, he's pretty stoked. To, to I think it a shot. I'm most surprised of all the kids that I thought would be that would move out of state first. I probably would have guessed Carter or Taylor before mm-hmm. I guessed Nick. I did too. I, I probably, probably would have guessed did. Carter and Taylor before I guessed Nick. Yeah, as as yeah. And ironically, which one would move out of state first. Ironically, it seems like Tay and Dylan are gonna settle down here for a long time. I mean, they got a mm. baby; it's harder to move. Plus, he just took yeah. a job here. Like, there's a lot of reasons why he won't. And then Carter, Carter probably still will, but she's just graduating this May. Um, mm-hmm. So when she's done there, then then things open up for her. So. I don't know. She was gonna. She cool. she still wants to go oh, to like right. Canada. She was or gonna whatever. move to the UK or something, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She was gonna apply for some stuff in the UK in Montreal, right. up in Canada. She was gonna do what was the other place? France, Ubisoft, France. I think hmm. places like that. <gasps> Hello, hold on a second. A tiny yeah, sounds boy like a baby appeared. arrived. Hey, or hi, toddler. Really. Hi, can you see yourself hey. on the camera? You can pull my cable out. Look at all that hair! I know he's got so much hair now. He's like Luke Skywalker. He looks like a uh, member of One Direction now. That's right. Do you want to go? Do you want to go get some power converters? You want to say something? Say lights. This is new word. Lights. Still, still loves the uh, the microphone sponge. <laughs> he does like that thing. All right. Oh, he wants to get down there. <laughs> hey, you guys. Go, oh. Grandpa, can I play some more Cyberpunk 2077? Right, see, see ya. Oh, that's cute. Oh, Carter uh, Taylor made a new uh, business card. I love these. They're square. Uh-huh. And they say, Taylor Elaine Photography. And on the back, uh, you guys should check her out at uh, TaylorElainePhoto.com. That's her middle there name, by go. the way. Mm. Yeah, free advertising. Well done. <laughs> Didn't have to pay this a dime. Although Brian will now demand uh, our comeuppance. 
anyway, <laughs> that's right. We'll see yeah. how it goes. I'm nervous just because I don't like I I like when my kids are around, so I don't I don't I don't love this cross country crap. But whatever. Yeah, of course. Whatever. Hey, it gives you a reason to visit uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Go hang out at the uh, the Mall of America for several hours. Yeah, I go see <laughs> go see uh, my sister. I guess. Because yes. uh, lives up there, and Green Bay Spidey is not too far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we could have a little. Uh, oh no, I up. think he just likes that part of the country. I know that's Wisconsin people. Don't oh, he doesn't actually he live there. Okay, close. but he doesn't actually live there. I guess he just likes. Well, there you go. Tomorrow, uh, or not tomorrow? After this song, <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, maybe it was me that was smoking that pot. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk to Tom Merritt. He'll be here to discuss the tech stories of the day, or at least one or two of them. And after that, we have recommendals with Nicole, which I'm excited about because I saw a documentary I want to share with everyone. Uh, that'll be after this, and Brian will now present it. Brian, what are we doing? We'll totally do that. Um, you know, one of the things that feels like the 60s had on us that we don't have as much in 2020 are um, protest songs. Yeah. You know, we've got the occasional song that comes out, but I mean, you look back at at um, Bob Dylan's stuff, uh, Joni Mitchell's stuff, uh, Joan Baez, a lot of those artists in that in that day, Richard Thompson, uh, early stuff. And there were a lot of, of songs talking about what was going on in the world and kind of uh, bitching about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> there's a little bit less of that going on because I guess we have Twitter now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Copenhagen-based British indie rock artist, parse that sentence john garrison has a great new song that's called the revolution is just waiting a name um big uh big thanks to amplify or sorry to the syndicate for sending this one over to me this is great and it's very it doesn't feel like a folk song it feels like a modern um like a modern rock song and just you know you look listen to the lyrics and it's like oh he's talking about 2020 Mm -hmm. uh about time uh he's got a brand new album called extinguisher Here is John Garrison with The Revolution is Just Waiting a Name. Set the revolution is just 
you in paradise All that used to fall Outside Peter's door Was it worth fighting for? You'll live forevermore Under feet on a sidewalk Until the day we all fade away Magic Spoon. The episode's brought to you by them. Oh, just sitting down to a bowl of something more healthy is a good feeling, isn't it? For me, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But I had to give it up because it was full of sugar and junk. Stuff you shouldn't eat. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know any better, but I can't do it now. Definitely, I can't do it now. But anyway, trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food in general, I basically realized I can't eat almost anything anymore. (laughs) The things I used to, anyway. But hey, how about breakfast being good again? Well, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net uh, grams of carbs in each serving. And so many people have asked. And now I can finally tell you. You can build your own custom variety box. Yeah, that's right. Much sought-after feature of the service, and now you can do it. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, Frosted and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. I haven't tried the cinnamon yet. I'm kind of a cinnamon nut, and I'm sure it'll be good because that other stuff I've had from them is amazing. Anyway, it tastes amazing. Honestly, too good to be true. Really, it is. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I think my favorite flavor has always been the cocoa. I like me some chocolate, and knowing that I'm not 
killing myself while eating it is a really nice feeling too. And it tastes great. It's very, very good. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and build your own custom variety box and try it out today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout. That way you get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident their product is backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use that code TMS at checkout. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring today's show. Most desirable are literary classics, new or old, up-to-date American histories and geographies. All books should be in hard bindings and in good condition. It takes heat to bring out the odor. You dump the morning into the stream, and there are many flavors that you can get. This is the morning stream. back everybody we're back this is funny it takes heat to bring out the odor it's like his pants it's like oh that's whoops how ironic we were just talking oh, no. about that what did you lose me? you can't hear me can you no, oh you can't hear me i can hear you yeah i can't hear me oh hold can on you, can you hear me it's because i i switched off the thing um ah the thing the yeah thing. i turned off the thing i need to have a monitor in my ears but i turned off the thing so i could use farigo to do the uh to do oh. what's your nerd and i decided i didn't want that lag anymore because there's a little bit of lag because i'm using loopback teeny tiny bit of lag yeah i get you i feel you teeny, tiny. i <laughs> feel you all right here's this with the computer as with any tool the concept and direction must come from the man that man is the one and only tom Merritt. joins us on wednesdays talks about tech. well hey there folks oh, hi hey. hello hi what, what brings you to our shores <laughs> <laughs> uh the solar winds oh, have brought me that's fantastic that sounds wow. like a book you might write the solar winds yeah. by tom Merritt. uh no have you, have you all heard about the big solar wind attack no what what okay <laughs> tell me more what's happening so solar wind is a company that uh unless you work in an industry that needs their network monitoring and network management stuff you don't you, you don't know anything about them but within the industry they're huge yeah uh because everyone uses it Solar wind is used for for network management, for you know monitoring your network and letting you know if something goes down, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Because of that, it needs a lot of access to your network, uh, which means it needs to be secure. Which means when a nation state injects malware into an update between you know March and and May of this year, yeah. uh, it can cause quite a bit of havoc. And uh, that's what we learned happened earlier this week. Uh, the Orion platform from SolarWinds had malware injected into it. About 18,000 people downloaded the updates that had the malware. Uh, fewer than that were actually attacked, but the attacks were targeted at government agencies and corporations worldwide, uh, including big names like the Department of Treasury, the Department of Commerce, the Department of Defense uh, in the United States. And it's uh, what we know for sure right now is that the intruders were able to get in and read email have access to email so access to you know the conversations between people within those corporations and government agencies okay that's uh, wow i haven't heard all i, I guess i haven't read yeah. that hard on it but i i had i'd heard about the hacks and i immediately went oh those russians are at it again or whatever well <laughs> and and here's the thing and i try to be very careful about this yes some people are saying off the record that they believe it was the russian hacker group 
APT. Uh, they think that's Kremlin backs. There's a lot of, we think it's this, who we think is backed, et cetera, et cetera. Some researchers are coming out and saying like, yeah, this looks like their work, but we don't know for sure. So I always try to, to be careful because if you, if you run with a half fact too far, you end up with no fact. Uh, so keep in mind that yes, it seems likely, but that's not for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Half's no good anyway. I go to Jimmy John's. I want the whole damn 18 inches. Bring it. Bring, give me yeah, the sandwich. Yeah. And if you walk out with the wrong half of a full sandwich, <laughs> you end up with nothing. See? This is really practical advice for everything. There's no way any of that won't end up in a uh, Jamie uh, mashup. mashup. No, not at all. I'm sure it won't happen at all. Well, that's interesting. So, a uh, deeper look at a thing that a lot of us probably just heard and went up. Oh, another one of these, and then moved on with our day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to understand. But yeah, we more. had uh, Keith Townsend on D- Daily Tech News Show Monday uh, talking about what this was and what it meant to the enterprise world. Uh, and then yesterday, we talked a little bit more about how it may have happened uh, as as more details uh, start to leak out. The, if you're following it, the buzzy headline you'll see today is that one of their update servers was protected uh, with a password. Let me let me find it. It was the password like Solar wind one two three oh, <laughs> okay redlings joked about that in the tadpole but they were being yeah. serious really now, that here's is... the thing wow. the, the security researcher who found this vinath kumar told uh-huh. told them about it when he found it he does not believe this was the way that the the malware got into the update even though it seems obvious like well if they could crack that password they'd get the update it sounds like he alerted them and they fixed it before this malware got in there what it is emblematic of is the idea that maybe this company didn't have all its security pieces in place interesting wow wow okay that's ridiculous My mom has a better password for stuff that she does. Yeah, yeah. It's Solar Winds one two three exclamation <laughs> four one two three four. You got to use some capitals, but otherwise, pretty close. Um, hey, uh, a side tip: don't yeah. use exclamation point as your special character. It is the most frequent special character, and uh, most of the brute force attacks out there throw exclamation point in because they figure, hey, there's an off chance that's their special character. So wow. use something else. Yeah, I've spent. Uh, it, it took a while to do it, but I recommend it very highly. Once you get a password manager you like, um, yeah, go and do big random way. gnarly hack together numbers that no one's ever just let guess. it pick. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. it's a life changer. It took a while, but once you're done, I feel safer every minute I use it. Maybe they did that, and it just happened to randomly pick Solar Winds one two three. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, Maybe, man. Yeah. You never know. Hey, what do you make of this? I, I'm sure it'll come what up later. But uh, the the news that Facebook's got some full page newspaper ads where they're just like ripping on iOS for. Oh yeah, we'll probably talk about that on today's DTNS. Yeah. Uh, so so the 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 battle that's going on here is uh, Apple wanted in September to change a policy to require users to give. Uh, permission before you collect data and track you, which to users sounds great. Like, yeah, make them make them ask. Uh, advertisers saw this as an apocalypse because they make a lot of money off of Apple users, and most people will say no when asked. So they're afraid that this will devastate their market. And of course, Facebook, being one of the biggest sellers of advertising across Apple's user base, uh, would get hit quite a bit if people pulled their ads 
uh, and said, well, this isn't effective. We're not going to do it anymore. So there's a big battle going out where Facebook is saying Apple's trying to prefer. Here we go again. Apple trying to prefer their own system because they sell ads uh, inside their stuff. Uh, but they want to make it harder for other people to sell ads, which has an element of truth in it. Apple sure. does have a very limited uh, ad selling capacity across its app store for sure. Um, but it's not nearly as, as wide and vast as Facebook's. And Facebook collects a lot more information than most people think, even though most people are aware they collect a bunch of information. So uh, this is a battle of two titans trying to get you to join up on their side to help them make more money. Well, so I think it's a bold move. to, <laughs> to Maybe this is your only move as Facebook, but it's a pretty bold move to say, hey, you should be mad at iOS because now they're not going to let us take all your data anymore. Like that seems like a really well, but that's not well, that's not their argument. You created an argument that sounds dumb. What Facebook's <laughs> argument is is you shouldn't let Apple hurt small businesses. Yeah. Apple wants to stop small businesses from being able to advertise on our network, uh, and it's going to ruin mom and pop shops across America. Now, Scott, why do you hate mom and pop stores? Yeah, why, why do you want them to go about a business in this already horrible COVID nineteen era, Scott? Why? Yeah, why? I mean, look that now that you spun it that way, I get it. I get it. I'm totally into it now yeah f those guys that's lame i'm not that i you know i'm not back in every play apple ever does but i do like their security stuff i just do so yeah it, well and, and and to be honest a lot of people are going to look at it the way you first framed it yeah. uh, no matter how facebook tries to frame it and so it's a it's a battle for public opinion to try to put pressure on apple to change their behavior and and facebook is trying to enlist a lot of actual small businesses on their side to to sign up to this and and put pressure on on apple as well uh and you know there's there's just enough hypocrisy on apple's side to make it stick yeah, yeah. uh and and so that's what we i want to look at on daily tech news show today is like what does apple actually do uh and and how much benefit will they reap from this why don't they do they apply this to their own advertising etc uh and that that'll be one of the things we talk about today so what it always comes down to with them it's like they'll make a change in ios that on the surface says oh this is good it's going to hold accountable these apps that are being a little nefarious or whatever like you know where's something being pasted from and all that stuff and then you go then you always have to ask the question after well wait are they doing this to their own stuff do they have the same do they live by the same rules like that always ends up being the conversation and it should be. I I, I, I need to confirm this, but what I suspect is going on is when you set up your phone, either with a, a new operating system, you know, a new phone setup, or or buying a phone for the first time, you have to give a lot of permissions. Right. They ask you a lot of, can we do this? Can we track this? Can we can we use this? And that you're probably answering all the questions about advertising and tracking for Apple yeah. at that time. Right. And that's why they're going to say. Well, we don't do it in the apps, in our own apps, because we do it for all of our stuff at the beginning. Why would we do it every single time? Right. Uh, which which is a better argument, if that's true. I th and I think it is, but I, I, I need to confirm that. Well, uh, we'll learn more today at 2.30 Mountain Time on the Daily Tech News Show. I'm on today and very much looking forward to it. I'm also part of this year's predictions episode, which will not we won't know the answers to whether we got any of these predictions right until next year. But I was also on the results show for this year. So if you want to hear about me getting three for three, 
Ooh. <laughs> sort of. The third Wait, one's I thought a bit you had two cheat. for three. I had uh, the third one. You can kind of cheat my Tune in and doing. find out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take full credit on the third one, but the first two. Who predicted Scott would it. get two instead of three? Right. <laughs> yeah, it gets so meta real quick. The yeah, pr- the predictions results show will go into the DTNS feed on December 30th. And the predictions show will go into the DTNS feed December 31st. Which is excellent news. So check that out today, 2.30 Mountain Time, for a regular episode. And we'll talk about all these things and more. Tom Merritt, anything else you want to mention before we go? I want to say that you should uh, go and uh, read some stories. I got stories. (laughs) Uh, So many stories to tell. And I have a writer Patreon where I release those stories to people uh, as I write them. So go check them out. Patreon.com slash ace detect that's right you have to figure out how to spell ace detect it's a challenge and if you do you can then give me a dollar there you go i'll give you you a hint it's ace detect figure that out (laughs) all right we'll see you later well brian yes i have a correction i would like to share with the audience apparently his boss was vaping uh, it was not pot. I'm being corrected because one of my, somebody in my family heard me up down here talking. <laughs> it was not pot. But it's it was, not Nick correcting. No, me. it's not Nick. He's not here. It's, okay. It was. He, they're saying I got the story wrong because I was distracted by Assassin's Creed Valhalla while they were all sitting there. Now that's mm-hmm. possible because I was playing a video game while we were all on the couches talking, and I may have, I'm, I'm, I may have gotten some of this wrong, but apparently. He was vaping something that had a sweet scent, uh, taste to it, but was not pot. It was something else. And this is not Nick. It's his boss. And mm-hmm. it gets into his pants. And they say they don't know where I got the oil thing from. <laughs> so I dug deeper and I found out where I got yeah. it from. Nick was talking about how to get oil, like car oil, out of your jeans. Oh, and he was, right. There's like a, okay, like a. <laughs> he said it was some like stuff, yeah, like that, like that, exactly like that. And you had to go to Amazon yeah. to get it. And he showed the kind that he uses. That's what I saw. <laughs> so, so I got to stop doing that. Wow, good parenting. You sounds like you really pay attention to your kids, Scott. Uh... <laughs> really embarrassing. <laughs> um, but he has no idea I've screwed this up, and he, so I don't have to apologize to him. It'll be fine. He'll get to Minnesota, and then I'll say, "Hey, Nick, did you know that I, I basically made it look like you're a huge pot smoker?" And he'll... <laughs> What can he do from there? He can't do anything. He's in Minnesota. Nope, nope. <laughs> Take that, boy. All right. Uh, Nicole, incoming. Uh, hold on. There we go. Yeah, don't play a video game and talk to your family at the same time. You're going to get it wrong. That's how that works. Possibly both. Yeah. And the reason I picked all, I didn't. Pl- I'm having a hard time getting. Uh, well, this is a story for a different day, maybe even a different show, but I, got, I have a weird relationship with that cyberpunk game. And uh, mm. I don't know quite how to frame oh, it. Oh, really? We'll get to that later. Now this. Spagnolo joins us on Wednesdays to talk about things on streaming services that we like. We call it recommendals, and we're always glad to have her here. Nicole, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, the ring light. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about it. Are you, uh, uh, you're a big Christmas prepper, like make a bunch of rad food. Oh, well, I'm not doing Christmas prepper Christmas sounds preppers. like this, these, this day and age sounds horrible, doesn't it? Sounds like it? A, I, I am, uh, a, I am a, a prepper. A real, or like a, like a TLC show about yeah. <laughs> Christmas preppers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that uh, is. Was it Prep and Landing, which is a, one oh, of yeah. the, yep. Yeah, uh, yes, I am. I start at like September. Yeah. 
And are you are you feeling good about your season? Are you feeling good about all that? Like with twelve days left or whatever, or less than that? You're you're feeling. It's good? funny. Mark and I were talking about it. It feels like even though we we start early, it always feels like it goes by really fast. Yeah. But I think that's also 2020 for you. So. Yeah, I feel that. Like right now, I was just telling Kim, the only thing that feels like Christmas right now, she's doing this 12 days of Christmas gift thing to me, which I you know, feel guilty about because I'm terrible at reciprocating. But anyway, it's a story for a different uh, part of the podcast earlier today. But anyway, she she's really great at all this stuff and she keeps the festive thing happening. But even it's with hard. That, even I'm with finding that, it hard. I don't want to. I'm usually baking. I, I mean, the, I really haven't done much. And it's, it's OK. Yeah, you know, it's, okay. it's just totally OK. I uh, I made some peanut butter chocolate patties because oh. they're really easy. Oh. Uh, Leave one dozen on the front step. I'll be by to pick them up in <laughs> half an hour. Seriously, you want a, a great, easy little dessert? Ritz cracker, mm-hmm. peanut butter mm-hmm. dipped in uh, chocolate almond bark. You wow. can pick up at Walmart for like two bucks. Sounds really Microwave good. it for 90 seconds. Dip it. Done. It's wow. wonderful. I, yeah. And if you put it down on an aluminum foil as they dry, it's very satisfying to peel them up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you never uh, yeah. get any tin foil stuck to the bottom of them, though? No, no, no. Makes your teeth all. So nope. I have uh, uh, I used to play bass for easy dessert back in the 90s. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get going here. I, so, Brian, we always start with you and you've got a recommendable this week. Hey, let me clear oh, things yes. up, TV Egon. Oh. I don't go to Walmart. No. I use the app and I just have it delivered. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can Walmart you. comes to me. Yes. Last time I was in a Walmart was like early 2019. I haven't been there in so long. <laughs> Forever, and we haven't even done a grocery thing there. We've wow. done gro- we've done a pickup at a Target, Smiths, Harmons. Yeah. That's it. Oh, Sprouts. We like I love Sprouts. It. Oh, I did a pickup at uh, Home Depot the other day. That was satisfying. <laughs> Great timeline, sci-fi. Walmart comes to me. I like that. <laughs> well, I do the Walmart Plus, and I really I like it. So they partnered with DoorDash to do their delivery system. Hmm. So oh, cool. when oh that's cool when the lockdown happened, you couldn't get a delivery from anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think Walmart realized we don't have the infrastructure, so they partnered with DoorDash, and now that's that. Walmart and I love plus, it. Walmart so, Plus sounds like a shirt size or something, doesn't it? Got to get the Walmart, Walmart Plus size. It sounds like a shirt. Walmart Plus. Walmart Plus. <laughs> yeah. Like and that's big. It's, like, and it's really just Walmart. It's just that they're having somebody else deliver it. It's not like they're offering anything additional. Yeah. It's right. Walmart, right? It's well, Walmart. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't like the 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 brand, the store, but sure. I am a big fan of Sam's as well mm-hmm. because they have an app that is called Scan and Go. I don't interact with anyone. Yeah. And I just scan it and I walk out the door. That was my pre-2020 Apple Store fun is that I'd go into the Apple Store, pull out my Apple Store app, boop, pay for it, and never interact with a genius. And I felt like I was robbing the place, right? Because I'm walking out with a mouse. They're not stopping me. It's really weird. Do they scan it? I mean, at least with Sam's Club, they have the receipt and they they spot check your order. No, I asked him about that. I said, because at one point um, I did need to interact with with someone for something. And I said, so what's to stop people from like pulling their phone out going, and then walking out with it? They said, we have people in the back who are, are, you know, 
some staff, sales staff in front, some sales staff in back. They're watching everything and making sure that that nobody's doing that. But um, we have mm-hmm. got, we have yeah. trained assassins in the in the back. There, That's right, know. exactly. It's like casino, former casino workers watching the blackjack table for somebody skimming off the top of the deck. I yeah. love, I love the idea. Of, like the future, I want the future to feel like that. But you're right. When uh. I did this once, I felt weird. I just felt well. Yeah. You have to have this, yeah. the the infrastructure where you're checking because with Sands Club and I think with the Walmart, I haven't done. I don't go to Walmart, so it's always busy there. So no, but with Sam's, it's never busy at ours. So you just have the little code that comes up. They scan it and then they proceed to spot check your cart by scanning certain items. Yeah, and oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Sam's Club so. saves me money sometimes over something like we like Costco and we have a membership there, but Kim's sister has one. Um, there and we go there and sometimes we'll just save money on stuff that normally Costco's goes more on. It's weird. Sam's is all right. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like Sam's it totally fine. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we totally derailed TV guns. Sorry for totally derailing. That's, right. that's, uh, that's funny because that's uh, that was actually my recommendal. I didn't have a show or a movie or anything. Oh. I, Walmart Plus. Mm. Yeah, Walmart Plus is my recommendal. So yep. uh, when you're looking for a big T-shirt, Scott? Walmart Plus. <laughs> Uh, well, excellent. Let's play a clip from Walmart Plus. Just getting from Brian's first recommendal. Do you have any setup for this uh, as to what this might be? A TV show based on a book. All right, here it is. Hi, Cleveland Legacy. Could you put me through to Jonathan Frazier's room, please? Uh, can you spell that? Frazier. F-R-A-S-E-R. Uh, yes. Transferring you now. Last name Crane. Hello? Uh, who is this? Who are you? Excuse me? Uh, can you, um, put me through to, uh, Jonathan Frazier, please? Uh, hold on. Jonathan? This is Jonathan. What? Uh, Jonathan Frazier? Yes. Who is this? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is this? <laughs> she called and got that same phone number you got with, uh, I enjoy fly fishing in the morning. Yeah. It takes heat to bring out the odor. Yeah, those people. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, some people in the chat room did get it. It is The Undoing. That's Nicole Kidman. Um, you hear they're calling uh, Jonathan Frazier her husband, but that's not her husband that answered. Isn't um, it? Hugh Grant is it not Hugh Grant? It is, is Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant? Yeah, okay. Hugh Grant is uh, basically it's an entire show where people from other countries pretend to be American. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Great. Oh, he doesn't. He's not British in this. Then he actually, he actually is British in oh. this. He's the only one who gets to keep his accent. But Noah Jupe uh, plays their son. You know Noah Jupe from um, he was in that Honey Boy movie. He was in Ford v Ferrari, uh, Quiet Place. He's the son in A Quiet Place. He is oh, so good. I, he is and, good. Uh, I really like that kid. And he's so good that that you don't realize he's British and and uh, uh, he covers that accent so amazingly well. Yeah, he's um, But this is based on a book called You Should Have Known, which came out in 2014. It is a six-episode uh, limited series. It's not going to be a continuation of the series, which makes sense because the way it ends is is not something you could kind of per, you know continue. I heard on it doesn't end well. It it didn't end the way I expected it to, mm. which um, which is all I'll say. Uh, it it um, you kind of expect certain tropes 
uh, to happen in a show like this. Basically, mm-hmm. it centers around a murder. Um, you're kind of wondering who done it uh, throughout the whole thing. Um, I did like the ending. I actually thought the ending was really good because I didn't see it coming um, because I was expecting one of a dozen different tropes that usually happen with a show like this. You're kind mm. of looking, oh, I bet it was him. I bet it was her. I bet it was this person or it could have been an accident. Or da, 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 da. It's all a dream. It's all a dream. But um, <laughs> yeah, I did really like the ending. This thing also has Lily Robb, uh, who you know from American Horror Story. Um, she was uh, great <gasps> oh, in that asylum season. Yeah. Blonde, uh, right? Blonde woman. Yep. And she uh, she's really good. The Stevie Nicks character in a in a yes. coven. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Um, he plays uh, Nicole Kidman's dad, and he is he. Every scene he's in, you want more of him. Like he is so good. Um, this thing was produced by uh, David E. Kelly. So it's got some good, oh, yeah, a good David pedigree. Kelly, uh, uh, Delon Order, or no, Delon Order, thirty uh, uh, something. Um, yeah, big time, old time uh, TV producer, old time TV producer. Yeah. And this is the first ever HBO show that actually gained viewers week to week, uh, viewership week to week over the course of the season. Oh, weird. Um, and the biggest U.S. show to launch on Sky in the U.K., beating the record by Game of Thrones. But whatever, um, it's it's really good, and it's a it's you can get through it quickly if you you know want to just binge the whole thing. Six episodes, about an hour each, and um, uh, it's it's like I don't want to say anything that might give away what it's about and who. Um, uh, you know the who done it the, the 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 big mystery of the show right well, all right I, this is on my it list it introduces it introduces this woman by the way named what is her name this actress uh matilda deangelis who is despite her name is actually italian <laughs> and um uh she is fantastic and i think we're gonna see it's funny for me to say we're going to see a lot more of her coming up because we see a lot of her in this show. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're going to see her in a lot more things uh, coming up. But That's yeah, great. When you say a lot of her, you mean a lot of her. We see all, we see all of her in, this, uh, in this show. Mm, okay. And yes, she does look like a brunette Jennifer Lawrence, 100%. All right. Well, your fantasies have come true. Everyone out there loves Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Those of you who've been wanting yeah. a brunette Jennifer Lawrence is your chance. For reasons. Um, okay. Well, yeah. excellent. I'm going to now play you one yeah. that I watched on HBO Max as well. It's a mini series. Man, we're all HBO. Yeah. HBO's all right lately. <laughs> I hope it's not mine. I, I hope so too. We'll find out. It's a limited series documentary. And here it is. Around 1977. Members of Heaven's Gate effectively became monks and nuns. They became (laughs) (laughs) they were celibates. They were living exclusively for trying to achieve the entrance to to, to heaven to the next level. (laughs) And they were given new names. The system that eventually was uh, was used by T and Doe was to use a uh, single syllable, effectively a first name, and then a shared last name, which always ended in Odie. Yeah, that's a weird thing about them. Here's an example of it, by the way. Hi, Dave Odie. There's uh, Lodi. Alex Odie. There's Vernon Odie. Stem Odie. Dave Odie. And Lodi. Dest Odie. June Odie. Golden Odie. We call him Tall Odie because he's a little taller than Lagodi. Anyway. <laughs> so it's the Heaven's uh, Gate, this the Cult of Cults. I started watching this too because yeah. I'm fascinated with like 
the cults. Oh yeah, um, me too. This uh, kind and, of stuff is totally bait for me. I, so I'm my clip was the actual trailer. Ignore the ABC Mouse link. It's connected. Oh, I thought that was. I thought you were going to recommend uh, recommendal uh, ABC no, Mouse. No, no, no. My daughter's on my Mac laptop, and I guess it's copying from that. Oh, oops. <laughs> onto my other Mac. <laughs> so no. Happen. In 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 the trailer to it, mm-hmm. it talks about people assume that. Um, these are uneducated people. They're dumb people, but they're mm-hmm. all very well educated people. Oh yeah. So no, none of them were none of them are just like easy marks. They were they were all um and they were all it was all voluntary. Like there's not Yes. Y- you can still look at what the leader was doing as as uh over time as sort of a hideous thing and and you could maybe even say well this this dude's responsible for the murder of all these people if you want to look at it that way. There's a way to look at it that way. But they were all there on their own accord. They were there for years and years and years on their own accord. And you're right. They came from backgrounds that are not typical for this sort of thing. They weren't Jim Jones victims style right. marks. And so that made it kind of unique and interesting. Also, um, did we say what the documentary was yeah, called? It's called kind of Heaven's Gate, the Cult of Cults. It's a four, four episode thing that's on uh, HBO Max. It's, an, it's a Max original. I watched the entire thing. And so uh, we were we were alive when this happened Mm -hmm. and it was Mm -hmm. I remember when it came out in the news and was like, what? It was a big deal. Yeah. Like it was really, really shocking at the time. Um, And if you're not familiar with Heaven's Gate, it's it's fascinating to watch this documentary because they even say, let's not focus on what happened. Let's look at how it happened. Yeah. Why did it, it, it was brewing for over 20 years. Yeah. And did they, did they explain the tennis shoes? Yes. Oh, they good. explained the shoes. Good, they explained the, the jumpsuits they were the in, Kool-Aid. why they all had uh-huh. short haircuts. Like all that stuff gets talked about. Um, okay, they, good. Yeah. They actually had, um, two, what were they psychologists or, uh, that yeah, kind of infiltrated it and yeah. did a whole piece in, um, psychology today. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get about pretty, it pretty deep into the the psychosis that is well the 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 kind of brainwash the kind of brainwashing it is. It's not the same as normal brainwashing, um, whatever you want to define normal as. But there's like this. There's some pretty intricate concepts at play here, and they go pretty deep into all of that. Um, and the people that were in were all in, man. They were ready to roll. Mm-hmm. They believed this 100. Mm-hmm. percent They were good to good to rock. But getting all the background on the founder and then the lady that was with him before she died and how they twisted that death into being a sign instead of instead of proof that this was all hokum because she wasn't supposed to die. Like mm-hmm. it is just it that is was, a that, yeah, it's a master. That was T, was that right? Yeah, that was T. And he's doe, she's T. So you know Ugh. so, so I thought it was fascinating how they got their names. Yeah, that I mean it was fascinating, but also freaking weird. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, because you're like oh, tea and dough. Yeah, it's so, from them. It's from uh, Sound of Music. They love the Sound movie. of Music. So, so dough, dough was act. He was a um, he was in music and taught, I think, at a place, and he was really into musicals, and he loved Sound of Music. He loved female deers. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Uh, but yeah, it just. There was there's a really funny part where they're trying to explain how the two of them came up with this thing, mm-hmm. and the woman goes, "I think they took acid." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a really w- interesting, weird, twisty thing, and and also have you ever like, had a out of? I, oh, go ahead. I was I was gonna say I talked to Tom Merritt last night. Just we were having a text conversation. He was asking what I was into lately or what I've been watching, and I said I should have talked about it on the show today, but I forgot. But um, I said, yeah, I just finished that HBO doc about the Heaven's Gate thing, and he goes, oh yeah, we're watching that too. By the way, did you know I went to one of their meetings when I was in Austin? I'm like, really? What? He goes, yeah, like in '96 or something. I on a on a fluke because a friend wanted to go see this thing for real. And he's like, I think that's what he said. Anyway, I should check my text. But he basically ended up in this meeting, not because he wanted to be one, but because right, he was like, right, well, right. what are they even doing here? And he said it was just like kind of boring. Now it makes me want to go back and look for some of the meeting footage they took where people were walking mm-hmm. out of meetings and stuff and see if I could see Tom. <laughs> my Tom. <laughs> but uh but the suicide was a year later. Uh, 97. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been 97. I remember Carter had just been born when I heard this news and, um, weird. It, it's just such a weird. Now the thing I like the thing I liked about this documentary is they talked to a bunch of people who got out. Um, I really like Sawyer. I felt like he was just a cuddly, nice guy. I just want to hang out with Sawyer. Anyway, <laughs> they call him Sawyer, by the way, because he saw, he, he was, he performed a lot of saw work for the group, like cutting, trees doing woodwork and stuff oh, so they call i was hoping Sawyer. it's because he kept saying son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> nope tried to kill a polar bear none of that worked out right. um, but anyway they 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 don't go too sensationalistic with it like a documentary could they could have really just mm-hmm. focused on that on that thing where they all line up on beds put the shrouds over them and kill themselves they could have really focused on that and they didn't they they like you said they wanted to get to why not what and mm-hmm. the why was way more interesting to me and it was really fascinating like a fascinating look at those at the people who were in it the guy who ran it the people that got out it the was really impre- i was yeah. really impressed with how many people they were able to interview that yeah. were part of it but then for whatever reason left yeah and some of them are messed up like mm-hmm. they, their lives that guy with the voice thing when he first started yeah. showing up i went Oh, this guy's probably got like um, ALS or something. That's sad. Or, yeah. you know, I didn't know, and they weren't saying. But he was having a really hard time getting words out in a way that they couldn't. They had to do subtitles for him a lot. And I just kept thinking, oh, what's his story? What's his story? And then they finally get around to it. That thing he's got is neurological, and it's about him not being able to assert himself since that experience. So mm. when he's having a hard time getting words out, it's not because there's a disease or cool abnormality. Condition. It's a push and pull thing that he feels all the time with his voice and he can't control it. So that's really interesting. I mean, I feel bad for him, but it's an interesting side effect of this kind of mental work ado, you know, like it's just a, it's a really, if you, if you're into that, I wouldn't call it true crime so much as I would just Mm -hmm. like a psychological study. They talked to a lot of the kids of the people that were the most devout. The kids stories were, Oh my God. Like the 10 year old girl. Oh yeah. Both of her parents were like, See ya. Yep. That's the hardest part is when the when the kids get pulled into this. Yeah. And uh, well, in this oh, case, they weren't yeah. even the girl. The kid was just living her life, and they took off. They just disappeared. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and yeah, the premise good. of this, the just premise of <laughs> everything, is to shed your humanness. Yeah. So T and Doe, what those psychologists found, they weren't doing anything. Like Jim Jones actively brainwashed. Yeah. They just set the stage right. and planted the information in these people, mm-hmm. and they did the rest. Yeah, and that's why and, it was hard for them to recruit, and people would get bored and leave these meetings, like the one Tom went to in 96, because it wasn't very compelling. It was just sort of, mm-hmm. 
this is what we think. And they're like, really? Did that's I, it? You're did just, I ever yeah. tell you about the time I almost got pulled into a cult? No. 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 Wow. Share this documentary on us with us on HBO Max. What happened? It's um It's a long story. <laughs> I'm gonna it's gonna be I'm a little nervous to tell you though. Well, it's on the air. So listening? if you don't want do you it, you don't have to. I, that's the thing. That's the that's the stuff <laughs> really? they play in your head. Oh god. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, you don't <laughs> have to do I it now, at. but I would I'd be no, really no, no. curious. So about it. I, it's fitting. Um so it was when I lived in San Diego. Yeah. And my boss back in Virginia had started taking these quote unquote business classes and she wanted all of her employees to do the business class too. Yeah. So I was like, fine, I'll do it. This isn't that Nexium one- thing, is it? The Nexium people? It's not. No, that. no, no, okay. no, no. All right. No, no. All right. No, that's another recent thing I saw that was really horrifying. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Uh, I, I actually am afraid to say the name because they sue like crazy. You don't have to do it if you don't want it. Yeah, so no. anyway, it's not it's not Nexium or whatever that is. It's it's an offshoot of Scientology though. Oh, one the guys knew each other. One went to to business. Mm-hmm. The other one did religion. Oh. So in the business world, this is supposed to be enlightening. So it was really weird. So you had to go to this like industri- I went down to San Diego. It was an industrial area. I'm actually shaking telling you this story. Wow. wow. Um, if, you're, if you're uncomfortable, I mean, no, 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 okay. no. All right. Um, I think it's important. I gave her an out, people. You heard that. I gave her an out. I, we just, we just, well, I, this place should always know. be a safe place, no matter who you are. And I just, as long as you know that, you you can tell it's, something. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I think it's important to know that this stuff kind of is there, mm-hmm. and it's oh, just yeah. waiting to suck up people. Yeah. So anyway, my boss, I trust her. I thought she's a great boss. I still, you know, I'm friends with her. Um, she went, I guess, to classes in Virginia and I guess everyone, every one of these kind of places have different, uh, classes. So anyway, industrial building, you have to bring your own lunch. It's on a Friday. You start at bring like, your own lunch. Okay. yeah, yeah. Cause there's, there's nothing there. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> and you get very small little breaks, but you go from eight in the morning sometimes until midnight wow mm. you are in a huge room full of chairs yeah and somebody's at the top telling you and you're you're ta- and i'm like how is this business how is this gonna do anything for <laughs> business you know i'm thinking this is gonna be like franklin covey right yeah sure mm-hmm. you connection anyway keep going <laughs> so a- after i do get out of this i start researching it more and there are some situations where as people are leaving because the only way you can get into this is if you're referred. Right. So my boss okay. referred me. Yeah. So if you leave, the first thing they do is call the person that referred you and try to convince you to come back. Ugh. God. Ugh. So, and they slowly, they will remove all empty chairs and you take your breaks. You get about <laughs> five, five to 10 minutes. Yeah. And then when you come in, you have to sit next to someone you don't know. Like, I can't sit next to the same person that I sat next to when I first came in. Yeah. So you're always changing it up. And so they start having these people come up and share very, very personal stories. Mm. And you're supposed to like, you know, think about your life and what, what are your barriers? And I mean, there was some good stuff in it. There always but is. But there, there were, there was, right. Yeah. And that's where they get you. Yeah. Um, and I remember 
And then I was on the first night, we didn't get out of there till midnight. And my, I had homework that I had to write letters to people that I felt like I did wrong by them and basically apologized to them. Wow. And wow. I had to get up. And at this time, there's no, there, I mean, you can't go anywhere for food, really. Yeah. But they're, they're running you down. Little sleep. Yeah. Very stressful mm-hmm. internal things. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember on one of the breaks, and you cannot leave anything in the room. So when you're on break, you take everything you have with you. And I remember sitting in my car talking to Mark going, I don't know what the hell this is, but I, this is, and he goes, do you trust me? And I said, I do. He goes, leave and come home now. Yeah. Get the hell <laughs> because, out. Get out. <laughs> because while I was there, he started doing research on it. Yeah. And what he found was like, oh my God, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. People leaving their families. It was just like a whole thing. Wow. It was, I'm wow. glad so, you got out of there. That's fantastic. I can't. Yeah. It was just like, yes, I trust you. Yes, I'm leaving. And so what (laughs) happened was they did try to contact my boss. Her father had just passed away. So she wasn't available. And I was like scared. I was, I went through therapy because I felt like the, her, the trust with her was broken and I was really messed up with it for, for a while. This was, this was probably 2001, 2002 Mm -hmm. when this happened. Yeah. That's rough, so man. that's rough. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I've no. I, I'm trying to think if I, I went to a meeting once where they were trying to get people to. It was like a multi level marketing thing, and I got fooled into thinking it was something else. And when I yeah. showed up, as I was in my 20s, I don't know when this where this was, but it was just selling ties. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted us to sell ties, but the way they were acting about these ties had that kind of like. Jim Jonesy Kool Aid kind of thing going on, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys are just talking about ties. What are we even doing here? Well, if you sell four ties to your friend, and then he sells four <laughs> ties to his friend, before <laughs> you know it, zip, zip, zip. and they were just making it sound like ties were life. And I was like, no, they. In fact, I don't uh, like wearing them at all. Why am I here? And I, I left. It wasn't the same as this. What you're talking about is actually freaking scary. This thing I was at was dumb. Yeah, but you can feel yeah. little pieces of it, right? Like the MLM stuff in general, uh, multi-level marketing stuff. Cannot, will not, don't ever come to me and go, hey, have you heard of Amway? Don't ever do it or don't or mm-hmm. anything. I got this stuff that's just liquid that they tell you will give you the big boner, whatever it is. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with your multi-level marketing ever, 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 which has caused some strife between me and a couple of family members who are super into it. But it's not that different from what you're describing. It's I'll like- share a link. Um, a couple of magazines have done un- like underground reporting of it um and they got sued and all of that and but uh glamour magazine did a did a report on it i've i've found a few but they they really try hard to push that information down so i'll send it to you and if you're listening to this going holy crap Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can message me on twitter and i'll say i'll share it with you (laughs) all right yeah i'd be curious i just kind of want to look i just want to google it and see what's up yeah yeah yeah. this sort of stuff fascinates me from all sorts of levels so this must have been an extra um, interesting road for you to watch this than it would be for a lot of people. And I think that's probably that. why I, I'm so interested in it. Like, it, it, I think anybody could be susceptible to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you think, and that's what the point of that documentary is. You think, oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But in the right circumstances, and here's the other thing. 
Um, have either of you had out of body experiences? Mm, yeah, when I what? was um, when I had I've had my, it twi- I've had it twice. I don't know if I was. Um, I mean, I think I thought I did, but I don't think I did. But I think I thought. I oh, did. you'll know it when you do. Okay, <laughs> believe me, because I had surgery. You'll definitely had surgery. know it when I had surgery when I was third or excuse me, 16, um, there was a moment where I thought I could look down on everything and see me laying yeah. there. But I, that could have just been the whack. So that happened to me when I gave birth to Ava. Yeah. Like I had a weird out-of-body experience. It mm. was, yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> yeah. But um, when I had my herniated disc in my neck and I went to the ER, they gave me ketamine. Oh, ketamine. And apparently I am it. super, super sensitive to ketamine because... I went to an alien planet. <laughs> ketamine, ketamine is whack, dude. It, it was, is, yeah, it's like the scariest thing I, I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, and I could see someone messing around with ketamine or acid because it totally alters your perception of everything. And I think when you get into like Heaven's Gate and all of that stuff, yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the. 70s so guess what assets plentiful and they were super in i mean back then this stuff was popping on every direction and sideways like everybody was into like new age and and uh you know what's the what's the crystal gonna tell you like alternatives from their parents version of what religion was you're getting to know me really well guys yeah no this is great (laughs) this is great and here's the thing this is the funny thing about this like almost everything in our lives has some piece of this to it like if you're really a devoted Apple fan. Um, yeah. There's a reason they call that a cult as a joke sometimes because people are really devoted to those products. And so that's a form of this. It's not a dangerous, horrific, awful, life-ruining form of this, but it's a little mm-hmm. tiny piece of it. If I prefer Coke every time over Pepsi, it's a piece of it, right? I thought you were talking about the drug. No. <laughs> no, the drink. But you know what I mean? Like there's this. There's I'm glad you clarified Bobby, every, Hans, Bobby, I prefer Coke over right. Pepsi. But, pe- but people are like, the New Jersey Nets are my team and everyone else sucks. That's a form of yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's an we interesting, there's a giant leap from that to Heaven's Gate. But uh, right. but it's a, it's a great way to look at your life and go, all right, well, I've got biases too. And what are they? And and, and where, where, where are they misaligned? And I don't want to, you know, I never want to be that guy. I never want to be those poor people who... Yeah believed this so deeply in their hearts that they went ahead and just killed themselves and left their family in, in ruins. Like, it's just, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you freaking doing? But I say that knowing that it's not overnight. And for a lot of people, it's step by step. And there are people in the parts of their lives that are like, I need something and they don't know what it is. So then they find a thing that seems to be the template for what they're looking for. And then you're done. Then you're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't it's, know. Yeah. It's a hell of a thing, Brian. You should watch it. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah, totally. Tina, Tina's fascinated with this stuff too, so I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we're gonna watch it. That's good. It reminded me of uh, good holiday viewing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, yeah. hey. I will say we did watch. I was because Heaven's Gate was my recommendal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night, uh, I we started watching Christmas shows with the kids, and we threw on Mickey's Christmas Carol from Disney Plus. Oh, I love that. And wow, does it look good? Yeah. They restored really? it. It looks. So good yeah. on Disney Plus. I've heard so, nothing but good things about that transfer, and it's already a rad. That's a great classic thing. It's very good. So yeah, so I highly, highly recommend because uh, we would watch it uh, Sunday nights. Wonderful world, world of Disney. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. I have 
strong memories of uh, yeah. of watching Mickey's presented Christmas by Carol. Mutual of Omaha. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, we watched uh, the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas as well since um, Apple TV snagged that one up and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, boy, uh, there's so much nostalgia with that thing that I'll never not love it. Yeah. But if I were watching it with fresh eyes, <laughs> stuff doesn't hold like, up as well. Yeah. It does not hold up. It's like, uh, mm. you know, Lucy going through a list of phobias and good grief. And, you know, it's like, oh man, this is, uh, this is definitely of a certain time, but there's so much, there's so much nostalgia that I'll never not love it. Yeah. But, yeah. I keep hoping they'll revive that and do new stuff but i don't, I don't no, know you Schultz. don't want that because they've done that and it's horrible oh is it bad i've never i haven't yes. seen any of that yeah there's like um so like the great pumpkins an older one but there was another one like um some other holiday valentine's day it's valentine's day charlie brown mm. and uh it just has no heart to it it's just like mm. it it's yeah no you, you you want the ones that were from that time period snoopy come home yeah um i think there was a thanksgiving christmas or something i don't know <laughs> they wonder, did do like schroeder supposed to be this great piano piano player he can only play the do 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 he's great at that song yeah but uh <laughs> he does the little yes yes and this one he does he does play uh he plays a few different versions of jingle bells and yep. yeah he's he's good that's what he's you want right. We uh, we started to watch the Grinch live. Uh, oh, you know how NBC yeah. does the play the the, yeah. the musicals. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. So weird. <laughs> it was a little weird. Yeah, is it like, more based on the film with, or with what? Ashton Kutcher well, as the Grinch. It starts off uh, with the dog telling a story. Oh God, and, like, and that, it, like you do. I mean, it's this. It's the same structure of the story, but they got to put songs in it and they got to do numbers are either, are either Zach Efron or Vanessa Hudgens in this thing. No, I don't think okay. so. All right. Um, then not Brian's that I know he's all in and good. <sighs> feels like, it feels like that's who's going to be in all these. Wow. But my, my daughter was like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. This is creepy. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's put on Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they gonna... did, oh, they Matthew did Morrison from Glee. Oh, was he in it? Yeah. You yes, that's sing. right. He plays the yeah. Grinch. You got to get the singing people. Yeah, that's what you do. They got to yes. sing, yeah. and they got to you know. Boogie. So yeah, eh. I mean, eh. Eh. it's something eh. on TV. I guess it's a thing to watch. But it's, it's weird that it, they did it. They did it live, right yeah. on the night. Oh, yeah. oh, the guy from uh, from True Blood and American Horror Story, Dennis Patrick Seamus O'Hare. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's got any Irish in him. Dennis Patrick, Seamus O'Hare. Yeah, I wonder there maybe a little bit, maybe on his mom's <laughs> but side. He's like yeah. in the most of the seasons of American Horror Story. He was in True Blood. This is a guy you definitely know. He was in there too, huh? Is he constantly chasing a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow? Come that... <laughs> hey, come here. Do you want to say hi <laughs> to his kids? To to take Scott? Lucky Charms. Here's my kids. Hey, buddy. Hey, What's going kids. on? Look at this. It's hey. Kids Day. Van was here. Hey. Now we got hey. these two chuckleheads. Oh, oh, yeah. They no. can't see us. And now I'm Okay. Hi. Go. Go, hi? go. punch your brother. <laughs> well, they're much. They're much nicer than Mark, who's been hanging back at, at his desk this whole time and has not even like stuck his head out to wave. No, he's not there. He's not there. Oh, no. he was there a minute ago. Oh, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. What? I'm gonna go on a walk. Oh, you want to go on a walk? Oh, okay. That Let me good. get done. Here, show him your too. shirt. Show him your shirt. Go put on your leash. Yep. Okay. I'll be nice hey, Daddy. <laughs> so smiling's my favorite. Oh, <laughs> that's great, buddy. Okay, okay, we'll go on a walk. Okay. 
All right. They're such, they're hey, such video I should hands. probably leave. Yeah. Hey, Nicole's bag, everybody. Follow her on Twitter. She'll post this stuff later. Nicole, have a I great will. day. Your kids are awesome. Bye. 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 I love her kids. <laughs> kids are such hams. Yeah. You put them in front of a camera, you're just screwed. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. Future podcaster, YouTubers there. That's for sure. Uh, all right. True. We have completed our agreement. Hold on. <laughs> Had to sneeze. Ooh, oh, my gosh. oh, good job on the sneeze button. Yeah, I hit it right in time. Um, we got a couple of quick things, including some of this. Where is it? Fan. Service! Uh, this is for uh, Kimberly, who wrote in, says, not my wife, someone else. Good morning, gentlemen. Just want to let you know, your listeners know, that I got a new gaming show on YouTube called Ocean Hippo, uh, sorry, Ocean Hippo Gaming. It's a hippo violation. I was re- I read that as OSHA, which is another thing to violate. OSHA HIPAA gaming. Yeah. <laughs> That's really Make funny. sure your chair is comfortable. You've got adequate lumbar support. You're not hunched over playing. Yeah, I don't think that bar is approved. You need to uh, get that checked, <laughs> inspected. Anyway, I triple improved. Here we go. A YouTube channel called Ocean Hippo Gaming. We started as a way to deal with the downsides of COVID lockdown. It's run by a fellow uh, named Callum. Callum? Yeah. From Canada by way of the UK. The show deals with the, uh, the game, sorry, the game Hustle Castle and has hints for oh. beginners to more advanced players. I played uh, a lot you, of Hustle Castle back uh, last year. You look like a castle hustler to me. I do. I feel like a castle hustler. Yeah. <laughs> castle Hustler was a great offshoot of the original Hustler magazine I heard about. That was that, it's hustler. that game where you've got a side view of a castle and you're adding rooms to it and it gets attacked by other um, other people. It's kind of like it's the friendly, it's the family guy looking version oh, of... Um, I know. Yeah, now that I describe it as it looks like Family Guy, yeah. like the character. Yeah, like they, they would advertise it on like Instagram and stuff, and you'd see a yes. picture and go, "Oh, that's freaking Peter Griffin looking guy." <laughs> that's right, exactly. Anyway, uh, said so you want to stop by the channel and check it out. Uh, you can watch some videos and give some feedback. That would be great. Uh, just search for Ocean Hippo Gaming on YouTube, and you'll find it. Yep. Somebody right. smart is going to grab OSHA HIPAA Gaming too, and on the on the off chance that people go search for that after this uh, episode, exactly. All right, check this out. We got an email from Kevin. He's famous for the bees call in. Oh, this is Kevin. Okay, this is Kevin. that Kevin. Once in a while, we hear from Kevin, and Kevin says uh, about two episode two, 2031, which was called Beef Stantonople. He says, after ten years, the fact remains that my favorite content from you guys is stuff like the story of the old lady on eBay that had the broken skate three disc. The morning stream is like audio version of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was laughing so hard at her thinking you were a Walmart clerk and she just didn't understand how eBay works. She's going to be sitting around this holiday telling her family that I don't like eBay. Merry Christmas, Scott and Brian. So thank you for that, Kevin. We always like hearing from Kevin. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, here's what he said. I don't like bees. That's the guy. That's the guy. We can almost use his I as a, as a buzzer for getting something wrong on oh, the show. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what we can do with that. All right, that's it for the show. Thanks for that email and others. If you guys want to email us, contact us, themorningstream at gmail.com. The website is frogpants.com slash TMS, and we will now leave you with some music for this extra long episode. Brian, what are we playing today? Yeah, Troy uh, Yavang in chat wrote in, said, Hey, Scott, Brian, and fellow Tadpooligans, the holiday season is upon us, a time when we celebrate friends and family. Also, December 15th is my birthday. Happy birthday yesterday. Sadly, I won't be spending time with my family this year. Can you please play a cover of Maroon 5's Memories for my birthday? To quote the song, 
toast to the ones here today, toast to the ones that we lost along the way. It'll be toasting. Uh, I'll be toasting to my Tadpool family. I wish you health and happiness. Cheers, friends. Yvang. He, uh, by the way, is 17th tomorrow. So his birthday's tomorrow, right? No, 15th. Oh, I thought you said 17th. Sorry. My nope. bad. Yep. Um, nope. Would have been yesterday. Nope. 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 <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yes, this is a cover of that song by uh, Kurt Hugo Schneider and Nee Ko. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. It's N-I slash C-O. Uh, they released this as a single last year. Now, here's what's cool. Um, they're doing a cover of Maroon 5's Memories. Maroon 5's Memories kind of is based on uh Pachelbel's canon the anyway so there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a meta cover to this whole thing um here you go this is memories by Kurt Hugo Schneider and Nico
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I need more mana.